Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. When I hear about organizations that have attempted to do a process improvement initiative like Lean or Six Sigma, sometimes they'll mention that it didn't work out very well or it was not as successful as they were hoping for. And so, you know, they're skeptical about the methodology itself. Most of my experience and when I've dug deeper into those situations, it's usually more of a an assessment of their effort and strategy that they use, not necessarily highlighting that there's something wrong with the improvement tools or approach. So here are some common things that I've seen organizations do that might be the reason why their effort didn't go over as well. Just wanted to kind of highlight these. So if you do see something out there around people saying something bad about the approach or methodology, we really wanted to look a little bit deeper and say, maybe the way it was done is probably more to blame than the actual approach or tools or techniques themselves. So the first one I noticed is that someone will go through a training class or maybe a couple people will go through a training class and that's the extent of their improvement initiative. So they send a few people off to get detailed training on Lean or Six Sigma and then they're expected to come back and then complete a project. If they don't have the management support for that project, they'll struggle to get it done. If their management doesn't give them time to work on the project, they'll also struggle to get it done. And then six months go by, a year goes by, and the project never got finished. So there's no success story to talk about. And then people will look back and say, well, that seems like a waste of money. We sent them to this training. And what do we have to show for it? And so relying on just the training itself um, isn't good enough. It's There has to be the management support for that project. And those projects are very critical when you're starting out. If you pick bad projects or projects that aren't very impactful or noticeable or important, then people aren't going to get too excited about the results or they won't help the project get completed. Just because someone's been trained doesn't mean that that's anywhere near what you need to do to make it part of the organization and change the culture. It's a part of it, it's a piece of that, but I've just seen where a lot of people just assume that, well, we sent people off for training and they're gonna come back and magically spread this approach around the organization. It can happen that way, it's just very, very unlikely. So I mentioned the leadership part of it. I would actually start with the leaders going through the training. Because if they're not aware of why they're doing that and what's the purpose and what are we trying to do and what's our strategy around this, then how do you expect a lower level worker who's going through the training to be able to convey that and communicate what they're learning up to the management level if that's not built in as a part of the plan? Uh, They need to go through and understand what they're sending their people to learn about. And for organizations to really take this on, leadership has to do something different. So they need to go through their own process and think about what are they doing that's driving and making things the way they are today. And what are they going to change going forward? And there's a lot of things they're going to have to change. The way they manage, the way they look at metrics, the way they look across departments, the way they establish goals and objectives, 
the way they lead by example, the, the way they humble themselves, uh, the way they make it easy for people to talk about problems. There's a whole host of things that they need to do to set the stage for these projects to be completed and done. And so if they're not part of that equation, then it's gonna be very difficult to get that escalated up. It's not impossible, it, it is doable to go from a bottoms up, someone gets trained and then that manifests into some big initiative, but it's very unlikely. You have to be very determined, driven, and you have to have some people who are helping get your voice heard at the higher level. So they can, you know, you'd have to basically fight your way through that project, get it successful, and then communicate and share that example enough that people start to pay attention. So it's a very hard road to go down. It's doable, I've done that before. There's easier ways to do it. I wouldn't recommend it, but if you're driven, it's possible you can do it. If you're in a manufacturer, it's anyone in manufacturing is working on these problems. But these problems stem from engineering, sales, planning, procurement, project management, program management. These issues rear itself and manifest way earlier up in an organization. And they show up at the end of the line as a, a problem in the organization, often in the last part of the process when people are trying to deliver to a customer. People think that if you just focus on the end of the process and get projects done there, that that's where you're gonna have the impact. But this, this has to change the entire organization. Everyone has to do things differently. They have to look at things different. They have to connect all these departments and organizations together to look at the flow from the customer perspective, look at the impact that they're having on these other areas. So it's not just you, you train the lean team or the Six Sigma team or the operations team. If you're in a non-manufacturing organization, again, there are processes that are close to the end that deliver to the customer and the problems in the organization will all show up at that process. So. It's good to have those people going through some training and working on projects there because that's some really important projects, but it doesn't just affect that one area. It actually has to change the entire organization. It'd be ideal is to have people from different organizations involved in the training from different perspectives. So those are just a couple of things I think about when people talk about their experience. In my mind, I can, I can just see that they sent a very small number of people through any kind of training Leadership was not involved. They thought it was just gonna be implemented in certain parts of the business, not the whole business. And there really wasn't like a plan or strategy put together. Like we're gonna do a pilot and we're going to make that area just tremendously better than it used to be. And then that's gonna be the showcase for other departments to come around and look at it and see how it was done and ask questions. And the people involved in that effort are gonna be spread out into the organization to help Others replicate what they did. That's usually not part of the plan. It's usually, let's just do some training, we'll do a project, we'll get some benefits from it, and then we can say that we're doing Lean or we're doing Six Sigma or we've got a continuous improvement program. That's, that's nowhere near what you need. My recommendation is training's good, but if there's no structure or support behind it, don't expect it to go very far. Um, and, and say, okay, what am I gonna do if I go to this training? What am I gonna do when I get back? Who's gonna help me with this project? Then what are we gonna do with that project when we're done? If there's no plan there, then maybe the timing isn't right. And maybe you need to wait a little bit until that's there so that 
when you do your project, you have something to insert it into that's going to actually go somewhere. So those are some of my experiences so far. I'm sure you might have some other ones. Or if you want to talk about what you're going through or where you're at and how to get out of that situation and some recommendations, I'm always open to having calls and chats. So I'll put a link to where you can schedule time on my calendar. I'd be happy to chat with you. Um, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, we can cover a lot of ground in that time and um, see if I can help you get on the right track again. All right, thanks for listening. Appreciate everyone who downloads and listens to the podcast. You can also send a question through the Anchor app or contact me through my website at biz-pi.com. Thanks. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms, along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods, and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.